Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Today we are going to be talking about how to stop out of control eating. I didn't want to call this like how to stop binge eating because what I really want to talk about is those times when you are out of control. You know, in the evenings when you've like restricted yourself all day, you wanted some snacks or treats or certain things and you didn't have it. So after dinner, You sit down and you're watching TV and all of a sudden you want to eat all of the things. You want the popcorn and you want the ice cream and you want the Oreos and you want the cereal and you're just out of control. That is what I'm talking about today. I'm going to be talking about how to stop out of control eating because I know, God, I've been there. So I know how to stop it. We're going to talk about that today. Not going to lie, I ate a Reese's heart while typing up these notes, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, Not funny, but like ironic um, because that's how you stop out of control eating. One of the things is to let yourself have a little bit of the things that you want so that you don't find them as, you know, something bad and you don't restrict them. And then just like a toddler, right? When you're like, don't touch that shiny object. That's exactly what they want to touch. Well, if you're telling yourself, don't eat any Reese's eggs, that's the first thing you're going to want. So anyway, I thought that was interesting because back in my day where I was out of control eating um, and then restricting and then out of control eating and then restricting, like I would have never let myself have an Oreo or have a Reese's heart. So just came to show that I've gone a long way and I'm practicing what I preach. Just so you know, I'm eating the things I love while I'm typing up these notes for you. So I have a long history of struggling with food. I mean, I've talked about that a little bit in previous episodes. I've talked about that with my clients. I've talked about that on social media. It's no secret that I have struggled. We all do. It's common. It sucks. Um, And I'm no exception. I mean, I know it's easy to look at certain people and think like, wow, they don't struggle or wow, I wish it was easier for me like it is for them or and that's just simply not true. I don't want you to think that it's easy for me to not even the other day I wanted a bowl of cereal and I grabbed a protein bar instead like, yes, I could have had the cereal, but it was a better choice to have the protein bar. So I struggle with that now and I really, really, really struggled with that in the past I have given examples on previous episodes. The, the The main example of that, I think that's like made the biggest impact on me is I've talked about like taking pizza crust out of the trash can that <laughs> even still I eat my son's pizza crust. I know, I know, uh, mamas, we're weird. But well, I guess everybody, that's probably normal. Is that normal? I, I think that's normal. Don't tell me if it's not. Um, but when I wasn't allowing myself to have any carbs because carbs were so bad, I thought I would like throw his pizza crust away and then it would be like the only thing that I freaking wanted was that pizza crust. So I would go get it out of the trash and I would eat it. Um, but I mean, there were also times when I would just 
go ravage through the cupboards and oh my goodness, eat so many things and just keep going and going. Because once you open the bag of chips, then, you know, and you've already went ham on those and like messed up for the day, then of course you can open the bag of everything else and go ham because why not? You already screwed up your day. So, you know, let's keep it going. It's just that mindset that just goes on and on and on. So I'm going to be real with you. I have been there and you have to change your mindset. I'm going to talk about different things in this episode that are tangible, that are real, but I'm not just going to sit here on this podcast episode and give you different things like, I don't, you know, certain examples of like do X, Y, and Z and you will not overeat anymore because I find that, yeah, it's like almost more rules. Like the the problem is, is that you're restricting, I sound so frustrated talking about this, it is so frustrating. The problem is that you're restricting so much that you are then overeating. And so if I give you more rules to live by, it's like you're just restricting even more. Or it's like restricting and then you add rules to the occasion. And I don't want to do that. I want you to know the truth is that you have to change your mindset. Restricting foods is not working because it causes you to overeat. And then you overeat. You don't like that. So then you restrict them again. Like that's the reality of that cycle. So let's talk about that, actually. Let's discuss the problem. The problem is you want food freedom. You have to be aware of the problem before you can fix it. You want food freedom. You want to not have to restrict food. And you want to not have to diet, right? Like, that's what you really want. But what you do, even though those are the things that you want, what you do is you obsess over food and you restrict foods. Even though that's literally not what you want to be doing, that's what you do. That's what you think you have to do until you can't any longer restrict those foods. And then you go way overboard on them. You overeat. So that's where that out of control eating comes in. The more you restrict things, the more you want them. And then when you do get them because you haven't had them in so long, you don't know when you're going to have them again, you go overboard on them. And then you feel shitty physically because you just overeat, you know, and your body's like, whoa, that's a lot of probably not great for you food. You feel bad physically, like you feel like trash. And then you also feel bad mentally. Like, I swear I wasn't going to do that this time. This time was going to be different. I wasn't ever going to overeat again. And I was going to be in control of myself. And now I'm a failure. And now I suck. And then you just repeat that cycle over and over and over I know. Can I get an amen? Like that is the problem. So the problem is you want food freedom. You do not have to restrict foods. What you do is obsess over food and restrict foods so that you have no food freedom. You are, that's the cycle. You're probably aware of that, even if it's just subliminally, but that's the problem. So you have to think about how do I not restrict food? How do I get food freedom? Well, it's not by restricting food. So We're going to have to do something different. It takes time. It takes work for most, if not everyone. It takes accountability. It takes a coach. It takes someone to educate you and be in your corner and tell you, this is what you have to do to get over those things. Mostly what that consists of is eating the things that you're afraid to eat, period. (laughs) And having someone tell you that that's going to be okay because for so long it's not been okay quote-unquote okay in your mind in your life and you need someone educated that does the thing 
that you want to do, right, that has food freedom, that has the body that you want, that's eating the carbs, like those are the things you want, you have to follow someone who's done that and has a proven plan to get you out of it. And that's that's what I do. I have so many ladies that come to me saying they want to understand food. They, Because that's what I talk a lot about when I'm talking about my coaching and stuff. I say that I'm teaching you how to understand food so that you don't have to look at it as good and bad and you don't have to restrict. Like you, I want you to understand your body and the food that goes into it so that, because if you don't have the knowledge or the understanding, you're not going to do it. You're just always going to fear that thing. We fear the unknown, period, regardless of what it is, if it's food, if it's workouts, if it's your job, it's whatever it is. Until you do something, it's scary as shit and you don't want to do it. But if you have someone saying it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, just jump, just do the thing, you do it, you don't die, (laughs) you survive, and you're like, okay, that wasn't so bad. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with eating. Sadly, that shouldn't be as, you know, drastic as like jump and you won't die. But seriously, eat some carbs. You're not going to die. You're not going to get fat. It's going to be fine. So I have a lot of ladies that come to me saying they want to understand food, but then they do not take the time to do so. Or they've said like, I've wanted to understand the food, but literally, Christy, I will not take the time to do so. I research it on the internet. It's so overwhelming. I don't understand. I don't I don't know where to start, and that leaves them stuck or you stuck exactly where you are. That's the reality. Even if you know the problem, even if you know the solution, understanding the food and eating the bad, you know, the quote unquote bad foods, and even if you know that you need to change your mindset, all the things that I said, the reality is that you're stuck right where you are. You're probably even looking at someone who has the food freedom that you want or the body that you want, and you think that they got it by luck. Because you're stuck not understanding it. You know, you're like, here I am Googling and Pinteresting and I'm doing the workouts and I'm counting my macros or I'm whatever you're doing. And you're like, it's not worth, this is not working or I'm still binge eating or I'm still overeating. I'm still stuck in this cycle. And you look at someone, maybe even like me, and you're like, how is she eating Oreos? Like, how are you eating a Reese's egg, Christy? Or a Reese's egg, uh, Reese's heart. I will be moving on to Reese's eggs soon, though, for Easter, um, which are the best. But like, how are you doing that? I used to look at people all the time and be like, how are you doing that? Like, that's what I want to be doing. How, what am I doing wrong? And it took education and knowledge and a coach and accountability to get me there. But you, you probably look at different people for different reasons and think like, oh, they're so lucky that they figured that out or they're so lucky they have all the time or they're so lucky they have a coach or they're so lucky X, Y, Z, like lucky them, right? They figured it out. Good for them. Might even talk shit about them. Like, oh, good. Good for them. They figured it out. Meanwhile, you can figure it out too. You're just not taking the time to do so. So we need to stop that. That mindset sucks. I want you to know that you can do this. As a 41-year-old busy mom, entrepreneur, wife, like I can do this and you can do this and it's really has to become that that big of a mindset shift too and like I can really do this I've helped hundreds of women who were like this isn't gonna work for me or even like they may have done my program two three years ago and they're like it didn't really work for me then I don't know how it's gonna work for me now and like you have to be ready you have to have that mindset shift and say like okay it is gonna work for me this time like no matter what Christy even if I have to call you once a week or check in every day with my food, or I really want to understand, like, explain to me this. 
question, you know, then do whatever it takes to figure that out. So that mindset sucks. Be lucky them or good for them or I can't do what they're doing. Like you can and you have to switch that mindset into knowing that you can. So also another thing we need to talk about as far as what this looks like, right? Out of control eating. What is your definition of out of control eating? I have a lot of ladies that come to me and they'll be like, I my eating is out of control. I have no idea what I'm eating. I have, you know, I'm eating way too much usually. It's like I'm eating way too much. And when they track it, they're not actually eating that much because they starve themselves all day. So even if they do overeat at night, it adds up to not much more than they really technically can have for macros. So like, what is your definition of out of control eating? Is that even accurate? Do you even need to restrict the foods that you're restricting? Why are you restricting carbs? Do you think those foods are going to make you fat? Do you think those foods are going to make you gain weight? Do you think they already have made you fat? Like if you are overweight, do you think like, oh, this is why? Like, why do you think that? Is that true? Um, Like think about the thoughts that you're having and figure out why and figure out if they're true. Like why are you even restricting carbs? Do you even know anything about carbs or is it just that you think that eating a Reese's egg, or I keep saying egg, a Reese's heart, eating Reese's um, and Oreos, like, do you just think that because they're sugar, because they're what? Why is it that you think that those things will make you fat or will make you gain weight or are making you out of shape? Like, is it because it's not an apple? You think that apples aren't going to, you know, make you gain weight? I don't, like, there's just different mindsets there that you, that everyone is different on. Like, who told you carbs were bad? Who told you you can't have those things? Who told you you need to restrict? Probably, I'm guessing no one. No one ever told me that I had to restrict carbs. No one ever said to me, Christy, you really need to cut back on those carbs. Those are really causing your weight issue. I mean, no one says that to you. So why do you think you need to even cut those things out? So I think the first step in really figuring out, like, what are you, why are you even doing those things? Like, the first step in figuring out food freedom and how you can have what you want is to figure out what you're doing and why you're even doing those things. Did you get that from your parents growing up, from women in your life that always dieted? Is that what you always looked up to? And so that's what you think you have to do. So kind of check into that. That's a little bit of like just some knowledge, education, a little pep talk, a little truth. And now I want to talk about a couple things. I do have five things that I'm going to talk about they're not really like tools. Um, well, they are kind of, but they're not things that I'm going to say, this is what you need to do in order to solve this problem. It's not really that. It's more of a mindset thing. And that's just honest. But one thing that I find is that your body needs balanced. So number one I have is your body needs balanced meals. Sugar is addicting. Processed food is addicting. Literally, your brain sees it as an addiction. So when you're binging or overeating or whatever you're doing, it's usually on sugary foods and your body is like, yes, give me more, give me more, give me more. So one way you can stop the urge to overeat or even just like go crazy on food is to eat some balanced meals. Have some protein with a little bit of carbs, with a little bit of fat. Your body will be satiated and you won't feel the need to keep eating and eating and eating because that's a balanced meal. Your blood sugar, you know, you have to think about your metabolism, your hormones, your blood sugar and all those things kind of work together as in your body. So like balanced meals, I can't, I'm just going to keep saying that apparently, balanced meals 
are huge. If you are eating not just sugar all day and you're eating a good balance of meals and snacks and proteins, fats, and carbs during the day, that is number one, in my opinion, in not feeling the need to overeat. Number two is macro tracking. You can always track your macros. I think that's obviously part of the knowledge education factor is figuring out what your body needs. Once you know your body needs a certain amount of protein and carbs and fats, I have all the time my ladies are like, I'm really struggling to hit my carbs. And I'm like, oh my gosh, go eat some Reese's. Like, Go eat some Oreos. Like, I know it's hard because everything eventually becomes like high protein, high protein, which is great. I do encourage high protein for muscle gain and for fat loss and for body composition and protein is so, so good for you, but that can become the focus and then you can miss out on hitting those carbs. Hitting your carbs is so important. So macro tracking is good for flexibility and knowledge and being able to see how much food you can have and then being able to fill foods in and not feeling bad about what you're eating, which needs me leads me to my next point. Number three is stop looking at food as good and bad. Yes, an Oreo is not as quote unquote good for you as an apple. I realize that. But at the end of the day, you should be able to have some Oreos. If you only let yourself have apples and you don't ever let yourself have Oreos, what are you going to want? You're going to want some Oreos. So giving yourself things that are quote unquote good, like having mostly quote unquote good for you foods or good foods, and then having some quote unquote bad foods will be so good for you mentally. It'll be so good for you physically. It'll help you see that I can have these things and I can have good foods. You know, this food's good. This food's maybe bad in my mind, but like, it's all just food. Once you start looking at food as all just food, all just fuel, your mindset shifts. That is so important. And if you're following someone on social media or you know someone in real life that you maybe can't unfollow, in social media, just unfollow people that are like, this food is really good for you. This food is really bad. Do not have this bad food. No, like no one needs that kind of negativity in their life. Or if there's someone that's like, hey, I believe in whole foods and raw foods and eating clean and all these things, that's fine for them. But you can unattach yourself from that story for yourself and say, that's great for you, but I'm going to eat this Oreo And you can just be jealous of it because you're only eating whole foods. That's fine. But don't project that onto me. I'm doing just fine over here with my Oreos. Thank you very much. You're allowed to not have the same truth as someone else. So stop looking at food as good and bad. As sooner rather than later, that will change your life. Number four, you don't actually need more discipline. You actually need more freedom. I know. Discipline is huge. Discipline is definitely something that's beneficial in your health journey. But I find that people are always trying to make food so rigid. There's so many rules. Even the government is always telling us what is healthy and what is not good for you and what's good for you and what's bad. And if you notice, that really isn't working for the general public. There are so many rules when it comes to what to eat and when to eat and intermittent fasting and low carb. And you don't need more of that. It's not working. Look around us. Most of the American population is obese. So the rules that the government or whoever the heck else sets on us is not working. It's bullshit. Let's just call it what it is. You need more freedom. The more you restrict, the more, almost sometimes the more discipline you have, if it's not in the right form or if it's not in the right place or if it's not for the right reasons, the more discipline you have can almost lead you to, you know, that's like more restriction. You want to do those things even more so. 
You need to give yourself more freedom, period. That goes along with stopping, you know, looking at food as good and bad. It goes along with macro tracking, which gives you the knowledge and the flexibility. And it gives you, it also goes along with balanced meals. You need more freedom, more freedom. Yes, discipline is good. Like if you want to have more clean foods than processed foods, obviously that's best. But you don't need more discipline. You don't need to be like, oh, I'm not having any bad foods this week. Starting Monday, I'm not having any bad foods. I'm just eating clean. That's like more rules in place and that's not working. So you don't actually need more discipline. Can't even believe I'm saying that, but it's true. You need more freedom when it comes to food. And the only way you can get food freedom is by giving yourself a little more freedom, letting yourself off that leash a little bit of the clean eating and all of the rules and seeing like, oh, letting myself off and it's fine. No, no, nothing's really happening, which leads me into number five. You need to eat the things that you are afraid of and see that that's not the problem. For example, why can that lady eat Oreos, but I freaking can't have Oreos? That's what I used to think um, when I was doing macros or like learning all this stuff. I would be like, why can this person have cereal for breakfast, counting her macros, and I'm over here having all these clean foods? Why can she do that? And why can't I? Like, really figure that out. But the only reason that I was able to find food freedom is because eventually I let myself start it. I let myself start having the Oreos and the cereal and the pizza crust. And the more I had it and saw it actually benefited my body to have carbs and lift heavy, the more I saw that those things weren't causing me to gain weight rapidly, like I for some reason thought that I was going to that's how you let yourself off that leash. So let yourself have the things you're afraid of and see that that's not the problem. I actually had a client, we upped her macros. What she filled those macros with, I'm not exactly sure, of course, because I let my ladies figure that out. I let them off the leash a little bit, little by little, and they figure it out. And she's like, what if we up my macros and I start eating more and I start gaining weight? You know, what if that happens? I was pretty sure that was not gonna happen. I never can guarantee because everyone's body is different, but I'm like, Okay, let's say you up your macros for two weeks, you gain two pounds. We're going to keep going because I think we can, you know, I, I'm, I'm right and we're going we're gonna to be fine. Like we're going to keep going with that. But because eventually your body will adjust and trust you and you will lose that, those pounds again. But who cares? If you gain two pounds in two weeks, we cut you back to the, you know, your original macros and you're not out anything. And now you know that maybe that was too soon to bump up your macros. So you have to eat the things. You have to up your macros. You have to make the changes that you're afraid of making and see that that's not the problem. If it is the problem, for whatever reason, you just stop doing it. And you go back to what you were doing. It's not a big deal. But until you let yourself off that leash, you won't ever know. It seems like the less rules we make around food, the better. And like I said, even like the government and all these, you know, charts and all these things that are bad for you. Now the, now it's like, I think meat and eggs are like all of a sudden really bad for you. And it's like, what, why are, why are that, why is it changing? I just don't, I just don't trust any of that stuff. So people in my space, the health and fitness space that do this correctly have been doing it long enough to know that you need the flexibility. You need the freedom. You need to be able to problem solve and have days that suck so you know how to bounce back without quitting. You have to let yourself off that leash little by little by little 
to see if it's right for you. And if it's not the right time and you feel like, oh, that's, you know, that's a little too far off the leash, Christy, reel me back in, we'll reel you back in until you have done, you know, that thing long enough to see that that's not really harming you. You can let yourself off the leash a little bit more and have a little bit more freedom. But the sooner you start to give yourself a little bit more freedom, the better because you're stuck in that restricting mindset. And the more you restrict, the more you're going to want to overeat and you'll be stuck in that cycle. So like I said, it's mostly about mindset, but there are a couple things that you can do. Like I said, those five, which were eating balanced meals, macro tracking for flexibility and knowledge only, not for restriction. Stop looking at food as good and bad. Let yourself off the hook a little bit. You don't need more discipline. You need more freedom. And number five, lastly, eat the things you're afraid of and see that it's not the problem. Trust your body. Give it a little bit of time. You actually have to be able to do those things to see that it's okay. And if for some reason it's not and it's too soon for you and you maybe you let yourself have two to three Oreos a day, you're like, okay, starting on Monday, I'm actually not going to restrict myself. I'm actually going to let myself have two or three Oreos every single day next week. If you do that and you end up eating a package of Oreos a day, okay, (laughs) you weren't ready too soon, too much leash, reel yourself back in. I doubt that would obviously ever happen. That was dramatic, but you can always reel yourself back in. But until you give yourself that little bit of freedom, you won't ever know. You have to have days that suck so you know how to bounce back without quitting to get that medium, that middle ground instead of just having it be all or nothing. So that's my talk on how to stop overeating and out of control eating. And now I want to talk about something that's super exciting, ladies. Uh, There's not only ladies that listen to this. I always just say ladies because I only coach ladies in my space. So I'm always just talking to my ladies. But people, friends, I have something exciting for you. I'm doing a giveaway for my podcast listeners. That's you because I love you so much. I appreciate you supporting my show. And I've had so many of you recently reach out to me on social media, sending me DMs on Instagram specifically, asking me questions about macros and my programs. And I love talking to you. So as a thank you for listening, I want to give away a container of my favorite pre-workout I know, don't laugh. I am addicted to pre-workout. I'm addicted to caffeine. I drink I drink pre-workout for like a little energy boost just even throughout the day. It is what it is. That's just real. I'm just here to be real. And I love it. So I'm going to be giving away a container of my favorite, favorite pre-workout. What you need to do to enter is very, very simple. I would love for you to leave a review of the podcast. How you do that is you go to the main page of my show. You scroll, and this is on um, Apple. I'm gonna explain it on Apple, on Spotify and everything, it's different. On Apple, you go to the main page of my show, you scroll all the way down to ratings and reviews. It's pretty visible, it's like in bold font. You'll see the ratings and then you'll see under that some reviews. Under the reviews, you will see where it says write a review. Click that or click wherever you can leave a review on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to the show. Click the link where you can write a review Leave me your thoughts on the show so that others know how this show has helped you. So when they look like, do I really want to listen to this Unfuck Your Fitness podcast? Let's see what other people have to say. I want you to really explain to them like what you're learning, how it's helping you. I would love that. Once you leave the review and it's posted, screenshot it, share it on your stories or your social media and tag me. I will be picking a winner 
this Saturday, February 11th. So make sure you tag me so I can obviously see it. Make sure that you are in the drawing for the giveaway and also so that I know how to contact you. I have to be able to see your social media tag, your name, so that I can contact you. I am so freaking excited. I'm so appreciative of you being here. So if you would love to enter that giveaway, I would love for you to be able to do so. I'll be talking about this on my Instagram stories this week as well and leaving instructions there on how to get entered into the drawing. So thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.